Frozen Shows is filmed in front of a live Twitch audience. Hey everyone, it's Frozen Shows. <laughs> My brain <laughs> died there for a second. Uh, oh man. Anyways, I'm Josiah. Uh, and with me, as always, you've already heard him, my buddy, my pal, my brother, Austin. Austin, how you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Hey, man, I got today off because it is uh, Indigenous Peoples Day. Yeah. And uh, it's a federal holiday, so I got it off. Um, a lot of people don't get this holiday off um, because it's normally not one that people get off, but because I work at a bank. I luck out and i've been spending the whole weekend playing back for blood um which is uh i think austin you know it but uh it's the spiritual successor for the left for dead series mm -hmm. because valve will not create another left for dead so the creators yeah. of left for dead kind of branched off and made their own game and i have to say pretty good i like it a lot the Good. card system really adds a lot of replayability to the game and mm -hmm. the infected though they they look very similar to each other like the special mutations um the card system changes up things a lot and i've just been playing a bunch of hours so i played over 24 hours this whole weekend so basically one of my days was just the game <laughs> Uh, pretty crazy, honestly. Uh, but how about you, Austin? Um, really not too much. Just getting a whole bunch of stuff done before I leave for vacation this week. Um, mm -hmm. You know, me and my wife do the annual Disney trip, and um, that's where we're going right now. So uh, we leave Friday, and uh, funny story is uh, you're coming back on Friday mm -hmm. to do everybody's wedding and so i'm leaving to go on vacation um but yeah pretty interesting stuff but uh overall just doing college stuff and uh watching uh the what if series mm -hmm. oh yeah 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 it's uh yeah i'll be honest i i didn't watch it at all last week until saturday where i i watched all three of the episodes uh back to back and um i have feelings for it uh, i will parse it out during this show to see how i how i feel about it because there are definitely things i liked and then other things i i don't want to say i didn't like but just weren't high on my this is great yeah. cool and everything yeah so austin mm -hmm. let's just let's all let's just dive into it like a nice old throffin beer from party thor Austin. Yeah. What was your general thoughts for the last couple episodes of what? Because, okay, you know what? Before let's let's quickly explain away. So we did the original what episode, thinking that that's all the episodes, mm -hmm. only to find out there was more. So we split the episodes off and we finished. We did Avatar in the Mill, um, mm -hmm. which I think was a good call. Uh, because Avatar is great and it yep. was perfectly good. But that's why we only had three episodes to talk about this time, which means we can talk about them more in depth. But it was it was just kind of a miscalculation, misreading on my part specifically. I think it was just me who had that. So that's how life works. What can you do? Boston. What'd you think? Um, I'm gonna say that the second part of the season uh some episodes were kind of like uh the first part of the episodes mm -hmm. where some of the episodes i just didn't like mm. um and then there was some there was a great episode <laughs> uh that i really thoroughly enjoyed um well two episodes actually because they kind of bundle together um mm. but i would have to say the only episode that i really didn't care too much was you know, what if Thor was an only child? Yeah. Um, that was the only episode where I just felt like it was just like, <sighs> party Thor. Yay, guys. We're having a story about it. And there's nothing really to it. Um, you know, except for like Thor just partying up and uh, 
didn't want to get caught by his mom. Yeah. He's on Earth. Um, I just I didn't really enjoy it. Um, mm. but overall, as the whole series, I would have to say I'm I'm excited to see season two. Mm -hmm. Um, after the last two episodes of the season, I was like, man, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's some episodes uh what's weird about this series is some episodes you're like eh, like the thor episode and then there's some episodes where you're like okay this was good you know it was okay and then you get like some of those episodes you're like wow that's a really great episode how they tied that in and how everything works like that and so you know I'd have to say I still thoroughly enjoyed this series. So Okay. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm kinda in the same uh kind of thought process as you. I since there's literally like four episodes this time mm -hmm. that we're we're gonna talk about. I think we can talk about each individual one and break it down like what we thought uh in the, the thought process. But I was kinda in the same way. I I felt the ups and downs I had in the first part were mimicked in these last four episodes. Mm -hmm. But I also don't think that there it's not necessarily a bad thing, you know? Like no. you mentioned the Thor was the only child episode. As I was watching it, my brain was like, This is dumb. <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> Why am I watching yeah. this right now? But at the yeah, same time, I'm kind of like, it's it's kind of nice to have an episode where the stakes are so low, they're basically non-existent. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like the reverse of Space T'Challa, or uh, well, what, what, what's his name? Star-Lord T'Challa in the one mm -hmm. episode, where Space Thor just got everyone to become friends through partying. <laughs> yeah. Everyone was, was friends. Awkward. It, it, it kind of made me laugh, like, after I realized what was going on, and I just kind of enjoyed yeah. the randomness of that episode to a degree. So, yeah. there there was mer merits in the episode. Don't know. It's not one of my high ones. So, awesome. Let's, mm -hmm. let's start breaking down. Like, let's specifically, let's talk about the what if Killmonger rescued Tony Stark. Yeah. The, the episode. So, <laughs> Austin, this episode... Um, I will say it began weird for me because I thought this was such a weird premise for one. Like all, all the other YFs kind of were based around like the thought process and the understanding of like, hey, this is a single point change in someone's life. What happens? This one felt like a completely like 180 story right of everything. Um, because you have killed Monger, saves Tony from the ambush, thus Tony never learns his lesson, and he makes Killmonger his basically chief friend, all that good stuff, and Killmonger abuses it, creates robots, uses the robots to attack Wakanda. Wakanda then, he then goes, saves Wakanda, and then becomes the Black Panther by, like, lying to them all to save it. It's that's it in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. Awesome. What, what was your first uh, thoughts on that episode specifically? Um, I'd have to say I. You can, you I can like, just talk about specifics. You can talk about characters. You can talk about anything like that. Well, I like Killmonger as a character. I, I think Killmonger is a great character. I like his actor, Thomas. man. Uh, Michael B. Jordan. Of yeah, course. man. Michael B. Jordan. I, Anytime he talks, I'm just like, man, they, I was, I'll be honest. Yeah. I was really hoping that he would be good, like in this universe. Mm -hmm. And then whenever the multiverse system happens, they bring him in as this version of the Black Panther. That's good. Mm -hmm. I was hoping for that. Cause like, unfortunately, um, oh, what, oh, crud, I can't remember his name. I'm really bad with names. T'Challa's, uh, character, uh, Chadwick. Uh, unfortunately, Chad, yeah, Bozeman is not with us anymore. So there's two chances if they ever want to pass the mantle or if they just want to glide over because that is the point of contingency is they give it to his sister or they can't give it to Killmonger anymore because 
Killmonger dead. They, they murdered Killmonger. Yeah, they murdered him. But this could have been an op- opportunity for them to have a multiverse version of him that was good and was changed by T'Challa. But that's not how the story went. Uh, what can you do? Yeah, I just, I like the first part of the episode. And then when he killed Tony Stark and was like, well, I'm doing this. And then it just became like a backstab on top of a backstab on top of a backstab on top of a backstab. So he can become the Black Panther. I kind mm-hmm. of was like, eh. It felt like, like a JoJo Bizarre Adventure episode, man. Yeah, it just didn't, it fell <laughs> out of place. Like, it didn't, it didn't feel like, you know, it was like meant to be there like it it was okay but it was kind of the same concept that we had it wasn't really anything difficult in my opinion like i didn't think it was overly awesome not totally bizarre it was just just a standard episode like it felt like marvel could do that storyline and it'd be fine except for killing tony stark um but overall i didn't really care too much for the episode after like he kills tony stark i was like eh whatever i I thought it was like so one of the things i realized that the wife series does and and this can be done for this episode and a couple other episodes is like the shock value of seeing your those heroes die Mm -hmm. like they always do like the scene where you see like someone's dead body you know who you know who dies the most i've realized captain planet man (laughs) yeah captain america No, Captain Planet, man. I'm, I'm, I'm being serious. No, yeah, Captain Captain America. In every other episode, anytime the Avengers lose, you always see his shield broken and his arm died. Tony has died. Tony has died in every episode. Okay, you know what? That's actually wait. Is is that 100 percent true? Has he died in every episode? Uh, yes. If yes, I'm pretty sure. Oh my goodness! Thanks. Thank every you, Alex, for pointing that. He was ever part of. Yeah. Well, he wasn't he wasn't born in the first one. Or was he? Yeah. That doesn't Almost. count. Yeah, that wouldn't make he sense. He didn't exist. He didn't exist. <laughs> what? And I guess I guess technically not the last one. Yeah. Yeah. Haha. Yeah. Loophole, we found it. Oh man. Yeah, so I I just I don't know. I didn't feel like um you know it really did anything like i I just felt like it was just hey tony stark um wow your uh killmonger impression is uh perfect awesome (laughs) well i i just i just didn't like the whole killing of tony stark for no like it felt like tony stark like i understand i think you're just a big fan of tony stark i think that's what's happening here mate Okay, so Iron Man is not <laughs> one of my favorite characters, but how they treated Tony Stark in this series, uh, a little upsetting. It just, maybe season two will highlight more of Tony Stark. Like, what if Tony Stark, you know, actually succeeded with blah, 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 whatever. But overall, I, I, I don't know. I don't know why he had to kill Tony Stark. I thought Tony was on board with that. Um but also Killmonger is meant to backstab because like every episode he backs when, when they brought him back for the final episode and they brought up the point, do you trust him? I was like, yep, he's going to backstab someone. Oh yeah. Well, the second he you picked know. up the one Ultron's head, I yep. was just like, he's going to betray them. Like yep. this guy's power hungry. That's all he wants. He just wants power. I don't understand what I actually did that. Like we'll, we'll get to the last episode, but I was there looking at the screen and like looking back like you serious why'd you select him and, and to be honest the dude made a big brain play um but in that moment i was like why is he here he doesn't deserve to be here everyone else is actually a hero question mark on the thor but a hero nonetheless <laughs> yeah but i i will say anytime i hear like Bosman like speak it always just it feels i don't know man it, it's just sad man he I, he had a great opportunity he he had a great life ahead of him and it just that stuff sucks man he was robbed yeah. you know and, and a lot of people are robbed from that you know because cancer is a terrible thing and especially what what kind of cancer he was going through you know like 
you know, he was, I noticed like he was not doing well when he was in Endgame. When he walks out of that portal, I was like, man, he has lost a lot of weight because mm. the chemotherapy he's doing. And, uh, you know, it, it's sad because, yeah. you know, we're not all, you know, we're not all lucky. Well, we're, we're, <sighs> we're not, we're not invincible, you know, yeah. and, and this, this hits at home, man. Like this will go down as, you know, Chad Boswick's last role. Um, so past all the sadness, yeah, I would have I'm to sorry. say, <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk about the second episode. So party Thor, <laughs> go from um, that to party Thor, Austin. What okay. a segue. Yeah. There, there is, there is a great part of Party Thor that I will say that I, I there, okay there was one that. thing about Party Thor that I actually started like, it, no. undivided attention instantly turned whenever I realized what yep. was going on, and I was like, yay! Yep. Same thing. What was Let's it for you? It, was, uh, it would have to be when Kate Dennings' uh, character actually marries Howard the Duck. <laughs> See, it mine involves Kate Dennings because we're both uh, fans of the Sandman podcast. Yeah. Um, or audiobook. And she has the voice that I just absolutely for some reason like it resonates in my brain. Hearing her voice makes me be like, Oh, that's Kate Dane. I can I can tell that instantly. And so the second I heard her voice, I was like, Wait, why is she here? Oh wait, that makes sense. Who is in the Thor movie, yeah. And then the fact, yeah, like you said, Austin, she marries Howard the Duck. Voiced by Seth Green. Voiced by <laughs> Seth Green. I was I was just befuddled. I'm like, what's happening? And I love the dialogue like they had where it's like, oh, look who's here, Mrs. Duck. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so hard. I was like, oh, man, they could make a whole what if series about you know them two being married and i would be totally okay with it is is this them like trying to sneak howard duck into the marvel canon permanently by like slowly introducing him more and more into these series until people are like where's howard the duck's origin movie why isn't yeah. he around they're, they're probably just sneaking him in well oh my gosh let's 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 not talk about the terrible howard the duck movie but i've never seen it so don't yeah well i uh now if i'm correct it's that movie was terrible it is one of the worst movies ever uh like that considered i even considered watching but i'm thinking i know who played in it um okay let me just look it up i think leah thompson was was uh the love interest of howard duck and yes she was Oh no, Leah Thompson. Okay, so Leah Thompson is one of like was one of my childhood crushes. Oh no. And Leah Thompson played um you might know her from Back to the Future. She played Marty McFly's mom. Oh, okay. And so like Which I, one, the young or the old one? Uh both actually. They were both prosthetics. Well. Um it's been confirmed that there is a verse where he isn't dead. However, the director of the show said that they are moving to season two to wear in the Hulkbuster suit. They originally won him, Tony, it, but they decided to move it to Nexi. Oh, okay. Yeah, we were, um, so that, that was one thing me and Austin were talking about right before the show hurts, uh, started running. I saw that someone said, yeah, it was going to be 10 episodes. And I was like, wait, no, we can't do this again. We can't accidentally... <laughs> go off of thinking that there's only nine episodes when we already thought there was only six episodes and then have to do another episode for only one episode. Um, but yeah, it got that episode got canceled and moved to episode two, uh, season two because of the COVID constraints. So yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about there. Oh my goodness. Oh, the party Thor episode, man, just, I don't know. It made me, There was parts where I found funny. I got really agitated with Thor, though. And I do not understand oh, Thor as a character anymore. I, I, I guess they need him to be played as, like, this invincible person. But when Captain Marvel comes in and starts beating the crap out of him and he's, like, perfectly fine, I was like, I'm confused now. Is this Thor just, like... 
imperviously strong compared to Thor of our universe. Because, like, in our universe, Thor get punched by uh, Hulk and he goes flying and, like, nearly dies. Or, or at least is, like, he actually hurts. In this universe, she knocks him to France. And he just gets up and he's just like, oh, that hurt my jaw. Like... I guess it was just intended for it to be funny, and that's why they did it. Plus, they wanted scenes with them flying all over the world, I guess. It just, my brain was like, I can't take this. I, I don't know why I'm supposed to look at this. Am I supposed to think this is funny, dumb, crazy? I'm, I'm legitly confused. I can't handle this. Um, I do also liked, the, the whole time, I enjoyed Kate Denning's banter about the Dakotas. I don't know if you, what do you yeah. think about it? Cause you've actually visited the Dakotas, but just the fact that like, it's like, we have two of them. Just let's just, just, just destroy one of them for this. <laughs> no one can tell the difference. And he's like, w South Dakota is on the South, like underneath of it. Yeah. Uh, well, I was going to say like, I, I've been there and it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I, if you, I think if you're going to pick someplace, maybe Utah, Utah? Yeah. Like, a lot of people always complain about Utah and how, you know, there's really nothing there. Um, like, I had a buddy that lived there, uh, and then he moved to Pennsylvania, and now he's still living in Pennsylvania. He didn't he want to live there. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I'm going to Utah. And then Elon Musk actually pointed up during an interview when they were talking about solar power. Mm -hmm. They're like, well, we just need, you know, like, maybe 200 miles of solar power, and we could power the whole Earth. And he's like... Where are we gonna fly two hundred miles? And it's like Utah. Have you ever been there? <laughs> you know, <laughs> Utah is so, nothing but sun. It's just it's just sand, yeah. sand and ridiculousness. Uh, but you know, um, this episode was the episode where I was like, Ugh, why, <laughs> why is this going on? Why yeah. is it a thing? I wasn't I wasn't um, super interested in the episode. I I still had like a level of fun though. Like I'm like I get what it's supposed to be. I didn't I'm here for this. The episode. That's what I liked about it. <laughs> like, I didn't have to overthink about some convoluted storyline that they were bringing up. They have to think know. about multiverse. All I had to think was, I, I just want I just want to ask this right. Me if this Thor's Thor been party. going around being a party, like why wasn't he bell but like beer bellied like Arthur? Is there some magical power we don't know? Who knows? All right. Do you think this will have effects? Right. Do you think this will affect the movies like they're doing with Spider-Man? I don't know. That's no. what you think. You don't think so? No. Al? Really? No, because here, here's the thing about it is like uh, Marvel has been really good at doing that where they separate. Because here's the thing. Here's the other thing I want to bring up to people okay. that are listening out here. Oh, awesome. I'm going crazy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rant for a second. Um, mm -hmm. This is not canon. Like this is not part did, did of they confirm this real? yes it, it's a what if like it's what if because no. oh because well, not cause... canon okay so what i mean what i mean by that is people like there's a there's a screenrant.com screenrant.com is like we we know marvel what screenrant is right yeah they're like marvel has ruined you know how tony stark has been killed and blah 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 how are they gonna bring back iron man i was like oh my gosh the what if series is what if this happened it doesn't mean that it happened in our universe it's just a story and i think that this won't affect anything that deals with the spider-man into the multiverse i think what we're going to have is maybe they're going to have like little tiebacks to like this series maybe but i don't think i think what what if is good for and what they're doing with what if is they're bringing in characters that didn't have a lot of screen time and putting them into situations where you don't have to worry so much about a box office you're just doing it to drive story. So, you know, like, what if... here's the thing, Austin. Mm -hmm. I, I, I know what you're saying, and I agree with you. But there is a big difference between canonity and universal intention. You know? Yeah. Like, our, what you're saying is exactly true. But the idea of a universe is that we're now entering the part in the MCU where the universe or the multiverse exists. So if these guys are canon, each of these do exist in the MCU and they all affect each other. 
Yes. Because the reason why I think this has a bigger concept than what we let on is because of Ultron. And, yeah. and, and I'll just say this real quickly. So this Ultron has the power that he gets to be able to break and go to different multiverses, correct? Correct. But we have learned from the Loki series that the stones do not have power outside of their own universe. Yeah. But yet, when this Ultron goes to a different universe, his stones still have power. What? That, that was my biggest, like, what the heck? And there's a point where they even, like, backtrack the reasoning as well. When Gamora tries to use that stone graveler on it, and it doesn't work, it doesn't break it, and she's like, of course, this was used, this was made to destroy the stones in my universe, not his. And it's like, wow, you're right. Shouldn't his stones not function here? Like, don't they have no power outside of their own universe? Mm -hmm. I, I have a friend named Ricky who, like, religiously reads the comic books. And that's what he says is, like, the stones do not have power outside of their own multiverse. Oh, no. I would love it if the movie... Yeah, so, like, I mean, it's like, I feel like the Watcher will make it in the movies for a bigger part. I would love that. I think the guy who's playing the Watcher, the Watcher, whoever voices him, you know him. Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. I think he, he's great. I actually felt, like, fear for him when Ultron broke through and started, like, going after him. I was like, oh, no, the Watcher, no. Yeah, yeah I, so. was gonna, I, I was going to say, um, the only thing that I see with this is I think this is just a way to get um, Marvel to play with different characters without worrying about a box office so that you could open up to more people watching it. Like, take for example, Howard the Duck. Are you really going to watch a movie of Howard the Duck? As King Dennings, yes, I would. I mean, I'll be honest. And, and Seth Green, me and you are on that boat. But the thing is, is like a lot of other people won't maybe a TV series, but you're not going to go to the movie theater. And th that's how I feel with like these side movies um, like Black Widow. I really think Black Widow should have just been a TV series. You mm. know, they're doing the, they're doing it with Hawkeye. Hawkeye is coming out, I think, at the end of November or beginning of December, if I'm correct, or I'm not sure on next year. Is it a TV show? Hawkeye, Hawkeye is a yeah. movie, right? No, it's a TV show. Oh, it's, it's a, a show. Plus oh, TV okay. show. Right. It's going to have Kate Bishop in it and it's going to have, you know, Hawkeye. And I'm just like, why didn't they do that with Black Widow? Because Black Widow isn't a character where you can just, it's like a spy movie. I get it. It's a spy movie. But you could have made a better TV series with that, in my opinion. Um, you know, so. So, so one, one thing I do want to say this right now. Um, I, I get that and I get you. Mm -hmm. I'm good with the spy MCU shows. You know, like when I watched falcon and winter soldier i'm like this is nice and all this isn't why like like this isn't what i want subscribed to for an mcu show i want like the superheroes i want everything and no offense to the black will and hawkeye they're not high on my list for a very solid reason though we do have to give them credit they're the only ones who survive ultron yeah, And I felt like that episode was just to point out to everyone, like, guys, look, here's Black Widow and uh, Hawkeye. They ain't useless. They survive. And it's like, yeah. no. Well, you know, and then some of the Black, I was going to say, well, you can't say that because there mm -hmm. is the Black Widow and the and the Hawkeye that didn't survive uh, the zombies, what if? Because <laughs> Clint gets eaten, like, right away. Like... Oh like, yeah, drop you on a bridge and there, there's problems with like <laughs> Clint's character hardcore because oh, yeah. like it's like is does he never miss or is it just that he's super accurate? Because being well, super accurate isn't a superpower, but never missing has some stupid like implications. Like he he could he would be the most OP of all the characters if he actually could never miss, but he well, misses yeah. all the time when he's the villain. Oh. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like he's completely... he's a stormtrooper. When they need him to miss, he just misses. When they need him to hit, he'll always hit. It. Well, well see, what's that's his why power? I'm happy about you know, like I like Hawkeye a lot, mm -hmm. but I like I like Kate Bishop, and 
I'm not going to spoil any what Kate Bishop is or who Kate Bishop is, uh, but we're going to see her in the, the Hawkeye TV series that's coming out. But I think that if... I think what if... can play with those two characters and it can be great. And I, I believe yeah. that Hawkeye and Black Widow should get their own TV series and that's how it should be. Loki, you're not going to have a whole movie about Loki. Like they did a great job with the TV series and me and you both like the TV series. You know, I was just, I'm confused because I just don't get where Black Widow, they had to do a movie. And then, you know, Disney did the whole thing about, you know, with their lawsuit and everything. And I was like, um, like <laughs> well here i'm trying i'm trying to read this black no, 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 no go ahead so this uh they tried to make it into a spy movie first half but then it turned into an average avengers movie in the second half with a craziness explosion that just doesn't fit well also too is how everything is now on streaming i'm not gonna pay 30 dollars to see a black widow movie on disney plus heck i wasn't even gonna go to the theater to see it i finally got to watch it when it was free <laughs> mm -hmm. this week i finally watched black widow and i was like ugh, uh you know like kind of like I, just, I just man like black widow is a good character i like her character but i don't think she deserved her own movie and i think disney has learned from that and from then forward we're gonna see shows that will develop with the side characters i really think that you could do you know they're doing uh i don't know if anyone knows this They're doing a Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special, and it comes out on Christmas. And has this been confirmed? Like, what is has, this for? It has it has been confirmed. Um, here, I'll, I'll I'll pull up the article. Um, but I saw it and I laughed and I was like, "Why are we doing this?" But oh, then no. I realized, "Oh no, why why they're doing it?" And um. Yeah, here. It's uh, Guardian of the Galaxy Christmas special. So it's kind of like the Star Wars Christmas special. Uh, but it says it's coming out in 2022. Um, so it's but, not in this year, it's next year. Well, th that's what they're guessing. But um, we'll have to see. But it's on Disney+. Plus. Like, it's going to be a Disney Plus show. Uh, here, I'll give you guys the little <laughs> NYP of it. Uh, uh. <laughs> Adam Warlock is going to show up. Yeah, and they just casted Adam Warlock today. Um, so I'm super excited for the character, the person that's playing Adam Warlock. He was in a show. Uh, well, he's been in a couple things I watch now. He was in uh, Midsummer. Uh, he played one of the guys there. Okay. And they, okay, he I'll was also in a show. Uh, well, that's the Guardians of the Galaxy one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah so. And he was also in the show, it was an interactive movie on Netflix called Black Mirror, Black Mirror's original TV show, but he played in it and it was an interactive movie called Black Mirror Bendersnatch. And it was about like a gaming program, you would click the decisions, it was like a play go adventure movie, uh, which you haven't played it, it's a lot of fun, I recommend playing, <laughs> I played it for like a good six hours trying what to like, what is going on with this world? Am I a new <laughs> multiverse? <laughs> so but uh, crazy, i'm trying dude. to think who exactly is playing adam warlock i forget his name but i've seen him in movies i'm like hey it's like, you know um it's uh let's see i have it pulled up here will polter yeah will polter <laughs> he's the one that accidentally yeah, takes a pee on the sacred tree in Midsummer, and then they murder him. <laughs> oh, he's the meme. He's the meme where it's just like yeah. you guys get TV shows. Yep. You know oh, what yeah, I'm talking about? The Millers. Yeah, he was in Meet the Millers too. Yeah, he's the that. meme guy. The second I saw him, I'm like, yo, dude, yeah. that's the meme guy. Where it's just like I only got paid four hundred. It's like four hundred. I only got paid two hundred. He's like, yo, you yeah. guys are getting paid. <laughs> that's the meme yeah. guy. Yeah. It's super strange. Okay. He well, played that's... really good in Bandersnatch, and he played really good in Midsummer. So I'm excited for him to play Adam Warlock. Okay. Uh, we'll see. 
Because, you know, Marvel really hasn't had any bad casting that I've seen so far. They've had weird um, casting. And the one thing I'll say is that they, they do casting that sometimes, like, you go into it being like, mm, this ain't going to go well. Well, and then for example, it goes, Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke. Like, yes, it, Mickey Rourke, it, the person I instantly know who you're talking about. Uh, yeah, man, Nando. Um, he, he played Merle in the Walking Dead show, you know, and he played in like a lot of other movies, but everyone remembers him as Merle from Walking Dead, but he plays Mandor, the, the one with the, he's all blue. He has the, uh, Tomahawk and he does the arrows. He's in Guardians of the Galaxy. He's like the main, you know, like in the first movie. Do you know who I'm talking about? Mando, Mandor? Yeah, Mando. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, no, yeah. I know who you're talking about. That's not Mickey Rourke. That's Mickey Rucker or whatever his Mickey. name is. Michael, Michael Rucker. Michael Rucker, not Mickey Rourke. Michael Rucker. Yeah, you, like, you, I was like, Mickey sorry. Rourke? Who the heck Mickey is Mickey Rourke that? played Whiplash in Iron Man 2. That's right. <laughs> he was already in the MCU, and he was oh a terrible Whiplash. Um, but uh, Michael Rucker played Merle in Walking Dead, and he also played in one of my favorite movies... Uh, one of my favorite Kevin Smith movies, and a lot of people don't remember he played in it, but it was Mallrats, and he played the main bad guy in Mallrats. So yeah, because he's the one who eats the pretzel. Yeah. Yep. I remember yep. that. Yep. Yep. So it's weird when I saw him being cast for that. I was like, why? It's like this is going to be ridiculous. I, um, I mean, I don't, I don't know. He's not one of the people that I went like. That's a weird casting choice on. Um, well, I, I'll be honest, just, it, time has passed so much to the point now where, like, I can't think of someone who I felt odd about their betrayal, like, betrayal. Hmm. How they played someone. I couldn't think of how to say the, the word. <laughs> like, I know that they've always had people that I've been excited for. Like, whenever they announced that Cumberpatch was going to play strange i was super excited for that because i oh, yeah. i'm a big fan of sherlock and so yeah. him being in the mcu made me happy and then i, I will also say this him kind of, he kind of took the center spotlight in the what if series yeah he did i he played the crazy i you know what up all night you know what <laughs> yeah, Austin, we, we kind of we kind of like took a hard detour there talking about all that stuff yeah. but yeah, let's so let's talk about let's <laughs> let's talk let's well we can dive into episode eight we don't have to talk much here other than ultron wins and not only does he win he goes ham on thanatos dude he like he totally like that was something yeah. out of just it, it was like something out of robot chicken where you just like a hundred percent just instant killed like, him yeah <laughs> i didn't i wasn't expecting that i was expecting him being like oh interesting and then it was going to cut and then he was just going to have it the, the one thing I noticed that in the beginning parts of the YF series, they were very afraid to show death. In the first couple of episodes, they never really showed the death of people. <laughs> and then the last couple of episodes were just like, nah, let's just start yeah. murdering people on screen. Like, Murder Tony Stark, well, let's see him get, like, stabbed well, with the spear. Well, no, no, let's be real. Because the Hank Pym episode, like, he murdered people. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's true. The Hank Pym episode, yeah. The Hulk exploded. That was so comical, no one could take it seriously. I'm Hank Pym. I've been hiding in your window for 40 <laughs> years, waiting for my revenge. I'll murder you. Yeah, okay, I, I, okay, I'll give you that one. But, like, in the very beginning, like, during the Captain Carter one, whenever, like, people were getting shot, it would always cut away and everything. Oh, man. And now it's for just so like, longer. let's just murder everyone. So, so totally, Killmonger was the only villain that didn't have the black eye shade. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, he got that at the end, man. He got that. Oh, no, did he? Did he? no did he? I no. didn't pay attention. No, I, but... I don't know. I, I wasn't paying attention on that far. Mm -hmm. But, like, uh, I'd have to say, so, like, you know, we have Ultron winning, which, you know, was was really good. I think this would have been a better story. Uh, I, I like the story, like, really well, especially when he notices the Watcher. And mm -hmm. Watcher's like freaking out a little bit, and he's like, Ugh. but the Infinity Stones, <laughs> you know. But Jeffrey Wright playing the Watcher, I've loved Jeffrey Wright ever since he did Westworld, mm -hmm. and he's going to be Commissioner Gordon in the new Bat Matt Reeves Batman movie. Okay. 
And so anytime I hear Jeffrey Wright's going to talk or be acting in this movie, it kind of leans me towards that movie because I was like, oh man, Jeffrey Wright is such a good actor. Because mm. um, if you guys haven't watched Westworld season one, go watch that. You'll know how good Jeffrey Wright is as an actor and why he's getting so many roles now. Um, but I would have to say the last episode gave me something that I've been wanting for a long time and it made me happy. Like I smiled and I was super excited to see was I was like, man, when, when he goes back and he's like, you have been chosen. You have been chosen. I was like, he's getting them all. He's getting them all guys. He's getting them all. And I'm like freaking out. Like I'm hyperventilating because I am a huge like fanboy. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, they're getting yeah. harder. This was definitely that episode was a, a hardcore fan fanboy yeah, moment. It's just like, it was. did you like this series? Let's throw them all together and mash them. Everyone's gonna help out <laughs> the old bad, the old baddie, uh, Super Ultron. Ultron. Yeah, and what's really weird is like they brought up the stupid computer dude from Winter Soldier, like the Hydra agent. You say stupid, but anytime he talks like in that accent, I don't know why, but I would love to have an audiobook of him just talking in that <laughs> accent. Cause I I don't know what it is. Just even when he says like Fraulein, I, I'm always just kind of like, why do I enjoy this voice so much? This is weird. And I got actually happy when he took over Ultron's body. Cause I'm like, <laughs> There we go. That's the next Ultron. We don't need to bring back Ultron. Just put him in an Ultron body. It would be. It will be fun. It will be entertaining. Yeah. The fight. The fight was great. I had a lot of fun watching that episode. I was glued to the TV. And as like, oh, and as Alex oh, High Poly Art oh. said, um, freaking Doctor Strange or uh, Supreme Stranger or whatever his name is in the the show, um, he carried them like a hundred percent. It was the only reason why they slightly survived was because of him. There's even that I, point where Ultron started murdering everything. And then he's like, it's you. You're the reason why they're still alive. I'm like, duh. I don't know. <laughs> like, okay. So what did you call him? Supreme Strange? It was like Supreme Stranger. Supreme, oh, man. Like, Sorcerer I call Supreme. him totally something different because of the whole tentacle thing. So. <laughs> oh, no, Austin. Just then I comes in my head. I'm like, oh gosh, the tentacles. Uh, yeah, you guys can leave that up for imagination. It'll be fun. You guys mm -hmm. just think that through in your own brain, and you'll know what I'm talking about. But every time he comes on screen, I'm actually very thoroughly. It's weird that yeah, strange uh, supreme is what people call him. Huh. That's that's pretty cool. He's like named after a Taco Bell supreme. Oh, oh, that's right. I'm just kidding. Yep. Um, I have a supreme on that, but no. Um, I'd have to say, you know, there was a lot of callbacks. The the scene where they all like jump down, they're all like they do like that three sixty camera mm -hmm. was a, a take back from the Avengers first movie when you know the Avengers did that and they three sixty. Um. Ah uh, man, the ending of that episode was so good because you know I knew it was going to happen because they were like, "Yep, Killmonger is going to do it." And when he does it, I was like, how are they going to stop this? And then the watcher just puts them in like a time universe where, where it's like, yeah, like, uh, could, like a, it's own little universe kind of set up. Yeah. Pocket dimension. Like, That's what pocket dimension. And he's just like, Hey, strange, you know, you got nothing going on. You just live in there, you know, why don't you watch him? And he's like, no, okay. I, like, I learned from i actually thought it was going to end with all of them agreeing to use the stones to bring back their universe i, I thought so too but because then i knew strange wouldn't strange didn't want that you say that but strange didn't freaking listen to anyone and destroyed his whole universe well that's why i think he would have never let that happen because he learned from his consequences because he even says that right at the end when he holds like the globe thing that has them two in it he says, you know, I learned from what I did and and like I I don't want to be that person anymore, you know, and I've destroyed my whole universe because of that. So, but he has I, the option of bringing it back now and so he doesn't do it. I just No, because I, I was really hoping that in that moment 
the the um the the uh no the watcher chose those people not just because of their talents or whatever but because their world was alternately like changed and he actually wanted good things for them like carter going back and seeing her steve or getting steve back or can we <sighs> we have to stop we have to stop okay that scene where agent carter is looking at steve's picture at the end when they're about to go back to the oh, universes okay. and she's just and the watcher says look i know you don't want to go back to that universe you know because you want to go to a universe where he's around and she's like yeah and he's like trust me that universe needs that agent carter and she realizes that it's bigger than what she is and it taught us that captain america even though captain america until you know this you know he went back in time and did the whole you know doing things in endgame he kind of taught us that um a lot of things are bigger than what his feelings are so you know like captain america gets frozen in time or he's he's a little boy from brooklyn that gets like the super <laughs> soldier you know he's a little boy from brooklyn he gets the super serum and he has to live this life and he gets frozen in time and he wakes up in a different you know decade or like you know time period and he has to still be the man that he was back then but he has to learn like he learned that that is a bigger calling than him being happy and satisfied until endgame <laughs> and then he was like you know what i'm just gonna go back and live my life i i've already lived my life i'm gonna go back and live my life with carter mm -hmm. you know so austin mm -hmm. i didn't get that at all i got it totally that the watcher knew that steve was still alive mm. and to basically told her like hey you know the world still needs you and then she yeah. goes and finds Steve, and it's because the Watcher knew. I also think they're setting up for Steve to be the Winter Soldier. It, it just makes sense, you know. That would make sense. That's probably going, what if Captain, what if Steve was the Winter Soldier, and it, it will be him inside the that suit. It just makes sense to me, and that, that's why I kind of assume. Mm -hmm. um, and that, that's why I didn't think that freaking... The watcher is like hey look stop stop freaking out just do your thing mm -hmm. oh you have to go do something oh okay yep 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 i'll be right back <laughs> okay awesome. oh, boy needs me. oh Ralph boy needs to go to the restroom yeah, hey that's yeah, what yeah. happens sometimes when you're live mm. no i just uh th th there was a couple things like i'm, I'm still kind of like worked up about the whole concept of the stones working outside their universe i know um what is it alex said earlier that it's like oh i thought the stones only didn't work in the tva so that's kind of how they have it like parched out so far my friend who's like a fan of the comics and everything says that it's not really the tva it's it's more of just how the affinity stones kind of work outside of their universes inside of their universe they have infinite power outside of their universe they do not the tva is outside of all universes so the stones don't function at all is what he is saying outside of time yeah yeah so i just assume since the tva exists outside of time yeah no and and that's the thing like that that's where i was like getting frustrated in this situation because i'm like this movie if if this show is 100 percent canon they say it's 100 percent canon and they set up this precedent that each multiverse each multiverse's stone can function in other universes that that puts on like a huge power creep i feel because now our universes stones or whatever are they're gone there our, our universe has no power like stone powers all the other universes i feel are all going to collect their infinity stones to wreak havoc and destroy all these other universes meanwhile ours won't have it it, it doesn't make sense it, it feels like a weird miscalculation um that i don't really know how i feel about it as of now um 
Yeah, the sorcerer's end in the end gaming universe with stones would be in danger. Oh, without stones would be in. Yeah, well, so that's another thing, right? That's another. <laughs> that's a whole other conversation to talk about, because that's the whole thought process. That was before the multiverse exists, and I know me and my brother had the long conversation of the TVA, like the Loki series, understanding the thought process of the show because of the concept of oh how you want to put it the idea of multiverses don't functionally make sense with how they set it up because if each branch is its own universe and they cut off the branch whenever there is a change in what is defined as the true path there would be no way of variance existing because the second someone turns to start going a different path they would cut it off and the cutoff point for a female Loki would be at birth. The cutoff point for a Loki that was born in a different place would be birth. And it doesn't make sense how these multiverses, the What If series multiverse exists, if the TVA goes around cutting off these different universes. And so I, I need to know, Austin, by the way, welcome, thank, welcome back. Um, I've been slightly ranting about the concept of the what if series along with the tva loki series together because mm -hmm. there's obvious problems and contradictions here because we just had a series called loki that was all about them trimming and maintaining a singular timeline to only function and then we have a series of all these different possibilities mm. and my question is we didn't get one of like what if the tva failed or something like that yeah. Or, or anything with that it just doesn't exist and i guess you could say oh it's because the tva doesn't exist no more but at the end of loki season one he goes back to the tva and the tva is still functioning they're just different now and, and so it's like i don't know what they're trying to do a universe that allows he who remains to come to power were allowed to survive in my theory i mean yeah no that's definitely what um Loki was kind of telling them is that the reason why there was only one timeline was because he was pruning off all the ones that would make it that he wasn't the winner. And it's, it's one of those things. It's the uh, classic conundrum. Also, I don't know if you know this. Um, it's that conundrum of the idea that if a, if there is a Supreme being controlling the timeline and saying that this is the only good timeline, is it because there that's the only good timeline or if it's because that's the only timeline that he's in power and if any other timelines existed he wouldn't be in power hmm. and if that is the good timeline you can't mess with him but if this isn't a good timeline he's only doing it to keep his power you wouldn't know that until he isn't in power so i don't know that's a whole mess that like even me just saying that makes me like gosh i just want to shut up and slap myself <laughs> I just ugh. multi universe can get crazy, and that's one I'm I'm excited for Spider Man. Yeah, no way, no way from home. I haven't even seen the second one yet. I need to watch it. I, oh I, wow! I, yeah, I I know maybe, small maybe, spoilers, but not maybe, much. Maybe that's something we'll do when I come out next Friday. Um, you know, because I was or next Thursday. Yeah, next Thursday. <laughs> it's something like that. Who knows? Yeah. You come out here so often. Yeah, I was gonna say I'll just bring uh, I'll bring my copy of uh, Far From Home. Perfect, because I haven't seen it, and I would love to just sit down and watch it. Yeah, and I think it, it was it was good. Uh, the ending uh, is the reason why people are like crazy about the multiverse because we started realizing that the multiverse existed right after that ending. Oh, okay. And uh, I'm super excited for this. To come on and then uh you know the the ending to carnage uh really i mean the ending to the new venom movie uh really has spiked the multiverse and 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 the real live action stuff so mm -hmm. so I'm, I, i'm excited i'm just interested where all this will lead into because mm -hmm. as alex says tva the second that the tva existed tva always existed yeah but then the second, but the fact that there was a point in time where 
He Who Remains, or let's be honest, honest, Craig the Conqueror, um, doesn't know what's going on or doesn't exist means that he's never existed or the TVA never existed. So I just, it's, it's, it's one of those things. I, I, I have a belief in the theorem and I don't even think it's a solid one. I think it's more of just me trying to like explain it in my brain because I don't know how it freaking works. And until they like sit down, cause it's going to happen. It's going to happen in the next Avenger movie where like, they're going to be explaining it with a bunch of Mobo Jumbo and Rhodey's off to the side, just talking about killing baby Hitler again, <laughs> but they'll explain it in layman's term to make me understand. Yeah. They'll, because they'll, they'll make it simple, like a little simplified. So like people can grasp yeah, what the multiverse is really in a way. Cause it's just like, I, I, I like to believe that there are multiple dimensions and each dimension is just encased in itself. And the war didn't end with there being one universe, but rather just one timeline in a universe. And then they got like sealed. And so the watcher is watching all these different sealed timelines because if one breaks, then that's where the havoc begins. But I don't know. I, who knows what they're going to do? I don't know. I want to know, but I, I just gotta wait. And I guess that's what the Wife series part two will be when it comes out next year. Mm. But uh, as we mentioned before, there was supposed to be a 10th episode. It got pushed back to season two because of just time constraint with COVID and everything of that sort. Um, crazy. I, I feel like I don't, I, I, I feel that the 10th episode would have been before the ninth episode. Because it feels like the ninth was a direct roll-in from the eighth. And I don't know what they would do after the 10th episode other than like a what if none of this existed or something like that. But we'll see next next year whenever the new one comes out. Yeah. All right, Austin. Do you have any last statements or thoughts about the what if series as we go wrap up? Yeah. Uh, no, you know, I, I just think that we shouldn't think too hard on the what if. Uh, the no, we have to you... analyze this to the point where we hate our lives. <laughs> uh, you know, I kind of stopped analyzing stuff like that, like in depth with, um, I'd have to say WandaVision. WandaVision <laughs> that's where I started. Really, uh, that's WandaVision where... was the point where I started being like, put tacks on the wall with little pictures everywhere and go crazy yeah, eyes. Yeah. That's Charlie, the one. Charlie Day. Burn Charlie Wall. Day. Yeah, that's that's 100%. That was the episode where I started doing that. Oh, man. Well, I don't know if you knew this, but uh, there's going to be an Agatha miniseries next year. Really? Yeah. They announced it, what was it, like two days ago? gonna be a miniseries agatha i hope agatha's miniseries is just her like an actual sitcom like a very basic actual sitcom of her just being herself and then people are like where's mephisto where's mephisto the whole time and then it just ends and it's just like no there's nothing going on here it's just it's just this gotcha made you watch we made billions of dollars off of this ha 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 there you go it would be great it would be fun ultron finally got used properly i want more Again, yeah. they Marvel did a bad problem in the beginning of the MCU of just killing off their villains. Well, they, I they have every say, every epi every movie they just killed off their villain. Every well, I have to, well, uh, yeah, I agree. I agree hundred percent. But the director that they picked for that movie wasn't. I don't really like him that much. Everyone else does. And then now a lot of people don't like him. Period. Because what he did with the Justice League movie. Um, you know, before, you know, Zack Snyder did his director's cut. Hmm. But, you know, I think Age of Ultron was just so much going on and so much had to get done in like a span of like a two hour period. And it just, you know, Ultron wasn't really rememberable in that movie. He was more just, hey, the one that made Vision. Like that's what a lot of people remember. That or you, you like puppet over. songs? Yay, puppet songs! <laughs> you yeah, got no I strings got no on strings me. on me. Yeah. And then you know, and then you know, of course, the Quicksilver death that everyone you know makes fun of. You know, um, 
But, you know, overall, I like What If. I think What If was a strong series. And I like that it can touch and just bend reality yep. with comics. And I'm okay with it. This is a totally adaptable, story-driven show that I'm perfectly okay with. And I'm ready for season two. Like, I think I was... Some of the episodes, I you know, I didn't really care too much for. But they um, need to be there. They, they, need, they need to have the, yeah. the enjoyment there, yeah. Yeah, and I think that there's going to be episodes. What's great about What If is there's episodes that people are going to love, and there's episodes that people are going to hate, and there's people that will like that episode that you hated because they like that. But, you know, it's not something where it's like, oh, my gosh, I have to impress all these people. It's more of like these are stories that we have come up with to do the Watcher, you know, watching these different storylines and multiverse, mm -hmm. and we can test the waters on things. Yeah. So I'm excited for, you know, everything that's coming out later. Uh, but yeah, overall, I'd have to get what if like a solid review. Like I, I really liked what if, and mm -hmm. I'm excited. So. Yeah, same awesome. Well, mm -hmm. Austin, it's officially October. Been October for a little bit, just, yeah. just for a little bit, Austin. Yeah. And next week is going to be a little different because yes. you're going to be off in Disney, right? Yeah, I am. You are. So me and you are going to record our episode off screen and then i will stream it on here at our normal time on monday mm -hmm. boston will be in disneyland at that point or you'll be just getting back from disneyland who knows boston what show are we going to be reviewing for this spooky time of the season so i thought it would be pretty cool to go with something not scary but also kind of halloweenish ah uh, yes 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 colin robinson Mm -hmm. um, so I'm going to go with like, a, we've decided that we're going to go with what we do in the shadows. Mm -hmm. The third, the third season came out. How long ago? Oh, well, the third season is still going on. Oh, it's still uh, going like, on. The Ooh. eighth episode just happened on Thursday. Nice. So when we get to the third season, it will be officially just like probably two. Yeah. It'll be, uh, it'll be right after it ends that episode. Nice. So we'll be, because I think it's only 10 episodes most seasons. Um, but this show is based off of a movie that, if you guys know who Takiti Awata is. They should if we're watching, the, we watched the Marvel yeah. What If. Yeah, so if you've watched uh, like Thor Ragnarok or, you know, uh, or if you know that stone guy named Korg, he vo voices this the stone guy named Korg. Yeah, you know, um, the one who uh, wasn't very good at Fortnite in the Avenger movies. Yeah. The guy who cannonballed in the What If episode. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what happened. He uh, he did a movie that propelled his career to do these movies. It was a great and movie. If you haven't seen it, what we do in the shadows, yeah, watch Kim it. Kim and Clemens are awesome. They are really well. They do really well comedy. Like, Well, the comedy that they do is so awesome that you laugh. Uh, I've cried laughing because of some of the stuff that they did in the movie. Crazy. Um, and, what's, and what's great is they came and started producing the show, Gerard Clemens and Tiki Waka. And they make appearances in the show. Uh, but there's also a lot of appearances from like some well-done actors. Uh, but pretty much the premise is, is these vampires live in a loft in New York. And it's like kind of modern day but they're still living as vampires like living uh, from their past life. Cause, yeah. cause that, that's the one thing about the movie is that you have like one of all the cliche vampires. You have like the vampire from twilight. You have the Nosferatu <laughs> vampire. You have the uh, vampire from interview with the vampire and they all kind of yeah. live in their own timeline and they're not quite yeah. up to it, but they still kind of function in the New York time. And it's, it's very enjoyable. Um, I've watched the first ep the first season of uh, Things We Do in the Shadows, and I think I got a couple episodes into the second one. I stopped. Yeah. I was enjoying it, but I forget why I stopped. I think I saw something else. So okay. we are going to be watching ep season one of Things We Do in the Shadow for next week. I just want to give a warning to like the younger viewers or like anyone that is watching this with younger viewers. It is a raunchy comedy sometimes. Okay. Uh, so I just want to give that heads up. Like, if you plan on watching this, you know, make sure that there's no kids or, you know, like, you know, you're okay with people watching it. Make sure that you're okay with people in the room watching it with you because mm -hmm. it can get a little, you know, controversial 
sometimes I've learned I'm like, wow, I forgot about that episode. Hmm. Um, but overall, that's what we're going to do. And I'm super excited. I'm, I'm actually really happy. This was a show that like I've been talking to you about forever. Mm-hmm. And I've been waiting for like the third season to come out. And I've been loving the third season so much. Great. And I've been laughing. So I'm super excited to see what you think of it. So hey, yeah. we'll get to. But mm-hmm. that will be next week. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining uh, as yeah. always today. Always it was pleasure. a fun pleasure to talk with you as always. And Austin, I will see you Wednesday? Friday. Remember, you're going to see me Friday, probably. Well, well yeah. I mean, like, I'm gonna, we're well, going to record the episodes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. No one else will see us, but yeah, I'll see you. But <laughs> all right. Thank you, everyone, to stop by. Hope you enjoy the episode. Like we said, we will do things we do in the shadow season one next week. Till then, thank you guys so much for tuning in. 